Hello, welcome back to another exciting episode. We're going to make this exciting episode yes. of Villa Birds with your two favorite hosts, Anika and Val, and Val and Anika. Listeners, I'm going to have to apologize today because it might be a bit of an ASMR podcast because I am gnawing on a granola bar while we record this because I am feeling snackish with the topics <laughs> that we'll be discussing today. Yes, so, yes, yes. With that, we're going to jump right into it. You guys know the format. Val, recap us with what we've missed the past three days. Yes, ma'am. So we had two dumpings this week. Um, We have yet to see the result of Tuesday night's dumping, but I think we can all guesstimate what couple's going to leave. And we'll get to that, but yeah. And we also had two challenges. Uh, We had some official girlfriend-boyfriend moments. We had some tiffs, as usual, between our fabulous couples. And that's about it. We're starting to thin out the finalists. Uh, the finale is on the horizon. So I don't know. It's basically time to jump in because this week was, or this past three episode was kind of a snooze fest. But that's sure. what happens when we get close to the end anyways. Right. I totally agree with you there. But I mean, in the interest of starting off with things that are no shock to anybody else, I mean, our dumping round for this first part of our week, we saw, I don't even want to say it, but my baby said she went home. I was so (laughs) upset. I call me like Deji Lacey. Natalia and Reese have exited the villa, contingent upon a vote that occurred with them being, I believe it was the least popular, right? Or the least compatible. One of the two. Um, Something so like they, that. They have now exited the villa. We will always remember Natalia for her sourness to most of the girls in the villa, especially <laughs> I can sue. We will remember Reese for being a blockhead man that came in this late in the game. Deji, there is no slander on this podcast of King Deji because I am obsessed. And to be honest, I didn't really see enough of Lacey to like pick up on anything aside from she seems nice, but we know she's a cheater that can put her leg behind her neck. She seemed funny to me, to be honest. She didn't take herself too seriously. I liked her. Um, No, I liked her. I just didn't see much of her. To be real, real, I know where, like, Danica stands on this podcast. Mm -hmm. But I just, again, like, I don't trust Jamie. Right. We can get a little bit into it once we move on, since they're our next couple. But... I just was rathering, was rathering, would have rathered Deji and Lacey stay over Danica and Jamie. Right. Um, Like, maybe it would have been too soon to, like, let Danica go after she, quote, found a connection in the villa. Like, it would have been, you know, maybe a slap in the face to her to survive that long in the villa, and then she finds a connection and gets sent home. But I just don't think that they really have much of a connection uh he seems very dull to me and Deji and Lacey seemed very like off on the right foot got along really great kind of you know seemed to banter off each other in a good and fun way that I would have loved to see on camera so I kind of wish they were given the opportunity because even though Danica had a shit run in the house and was rejected by like six guys Deji like was the last remaining Casa Moore guy was like in the background for so long and like right. finally was sent in a woman to get to know and he did that and I'm like we should have let him stay because what we he was treated like furniture the whole time mm-hmm. at least Danica got some spotlight to show who she was right Deji not much so I would have really rathered they stay, but it is how it is, and that's how the cookie crumbled, so I accept, accept it. 
Yeah, I feel like just because Danica had found that connection after those many failed attempts, I, I feel like perhaps it was a bit of a producer play to get her to, to stay in the villa. But I'm well, laughing yeah. because... Sorry, I'm laughing because you know that audio clip of Kim Kardashian being like, I am so proud of Chloe for being such a bigger person when it comes to Tristan, especially since he embarrassed the embarrassed the shit out of her. Or like yeah, dogged dogged the shit her. out of her. Yeah, like that that's literally how you're you're talking yeah. about like, Danica right now is the fact <laughs> that she was rejected so many times. It's so funny to see that she's still here. But I picked up on the vibe that you were telling me about Jamie. Thank last you. week. I don't know what it is, but you know what? You guys, Val has been right like 100% of the time. I think the only the only 99.9% of the time, because we're going to get into Luca in a little bit um, towards yeah. the end here as we My like to one blind the juiciest, spot. Right, the juiciest parts until the end. But yeah, I don't know what it is. I, I feel like Jamie's just in there to be in there. I mean, again, we're looking at a man who went ghost on a contract for a team where he was going to be very well funded for his performance and then kind of left everybody behind and in the dust just for an opportunity to be on a show that honestly has a great reach, but I really doubt that he would then come out of it with a bunch of brand deals that would put him over the contractual obligation that he had for the team. So yeah. I don't know what that's about. And I don't, you know, some, some could say, maybe mm-hmm. play devil's advocate, some could argue that it's because he genuinely went in there for love. Um, Come on, you can't. Right, you can't. Say I don't that seriously. Think, I'm not saying that from my point of view. I'm saying right. people might argue. Well, how are you gonna say that? Like, you know, he's fake when he gave up a job contract because, like, he could be making more money on the team than he would if he went on the violent. Because at this point, he's not winning, and at this point. He's not getting enough followers or fame or recognition to make his money back on that contract. But even still, I just feel like he didn't realize he was going to be put in on the end. He probably thought he was going to have more fame, more recognition. He he has those connects with Michael from season five, all that stuff. And like, you know, once he already went into isolation, like I'm sure he wasn't going to back out then. Um, And it's not up to him how late he goes in the game. And I just feel like if he was actually there for love if he actually had like a connection with Danica like there would be more sparks between them he would be a little more excited with her right I just don't like his poll can someone check his polls like is he alive because <laughs> every time he talks he's just like yeah she's a nice girl can't wait to see how it goes I'm like yeah all what right. is up with the yeah, no, you're absolutely like right. Like robot there needs to be levels. Passion. Yes, there needs to be passion. There needs to be like, you know, self um, enthusiasm. And I just don't get that from him. And, and mm-hmm. perhaps it's because you and I are both super expressive people, I feel, especially with people that we feel comfortable with. And, you know, it's so much to say like, oh, maybe he's camera shy. It's like, no, even when he's with her, there's no kind of substantial item that's discussed in a way where I'm like, wow, they've really hit it off. Like, they, yeah. I don't see it. It's it's back to HR administrator for them both. Exactly. I'm like, you know, we see so much of Danica's fun side when she's around the girls. Mm-hmm. And it just, it doesn't come out when she's around the guys. And maybe, like, that's on her end or maybe it's on the guy's end. Like, you know, we've seen a lot of men not even give her the chance, the time of day and just right. reject her from the jump. So as much as I'm like, um, you know, six strikes, it's all you. It's hard to say that when nobody really gives her more than like a day or two of trying to get to know her. Right. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. It's tough. But. It's it's tough to see, and honestly, I will say, though, the good thing about Danica is she's going to come out of this villa with people who are so in love with her and so interested in, in getting to know her and invested in her, um, and that's just going to be such a nice thing to see when she ends up getting out. I mean, I'm not sure if she... Yeah, she's in the bottom. I, I'm pretty sure like she's going to end up going home this this next episode or on Wednesday night's episode yeah and you know I hate or not I hate to say but something that you were saying about like the producers whatever like Mm -hmm. every time Danique is in the bottom producers like really don't 
intervene to like save her. Yeah. But if someone, if another favorite like dramatic couple is in the bottom, then it's like it is producer intervention. And so Danica has been saved by like, you know, the skin of her neck or the skin right. of her teeth, whatever teeth, the yep. expression is, um, multiple times because of other like couples being in the bottom and the producers being like, okay, we have to save them. And therefore Danica ends up getting saved as well. Right. But now that it's like, you know, the favorite couples are like ranking as they do, like Luke and Gemma are fine and Tasha and Andrew are fine. And uh, who else? I can soon to be there. Fine. They're like, okay, like we can leave it down to a public vote without interfering. And like last dumping it was like obviously we were gonna have to weed out the new bombshell people so we were gonna obviously see them go but now that it's like Danica in the bottom again you know she's not gonna get saved I'd be very shocked if Paige and Adam were to go home instead because Paige has some loyal followers and also they're white so (laughs) <laughs> yeah full, mm. like just spit yeah. it out yeah no for sure uh, yeah mm, yeah bow, 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 bow. <laughs> i will get into like luke and Gemma and whatever and his mm-hmm. literal uh like tantrum in, invis- no well yeah but his like invincibility to being uh, in yeah. the bottom when he has deserved to be in the bottom multiple times we'll get to that like whatever but yeah for sure i yeah that's that's danique and jamie moving yeah, on to I mean, adam and Paige. i mean do we have to move on to Paige and adam i'm like they're still there them. so I'm not picking up what's being put down i like don't really care to be quite honest i'm glad that you know Paige led her team to victory i i aside from that though aside from that leadership capability of her working as an emt i just you know nothing to say really i mean so we we definitely know they've gone for lack of better term exclusive Mm -hmm. right they're slowly building up their connection or their relationship i'm using that word very loosely here (laughs) and you know kind of going along the lines do I feel like it's coasting? Absolutely. Do I feel like it's hit a plateau? Kind of. Do you I know, think, I don't know. What, what do you think? Do you think it's plateaued yet or no? I don't I don't think it's plateaued. I just think that I don't care for either party much, but mm-hmm. I, you know, unbiasedly, I do think that there is something there. They have a really great time together in there. They like have a good, healthy bond um and like uh you know banter stuck in my head today so banter um but I just you know the couples in there I don't care much about them um they did have that interesting they did start this interesting conversation with Luca yesterday about punching did you see that conversation? What was that conversation? And why was Paige so mad that Luca didn't want to, quote, admit that he was punching up? Because, you know, like, yeah, he is. Marginally, he's punching up. It's not a huge punch up. But she was like, you can just admit you're punching up. You can just admit you're punching up. And, like, obviously, Luca was getting sassy back and was like, well, will you admit you're punching up? And she was like, yeah, duh, because it's, you know, it's Adam. Um, and then she stormed off and was like, Gemma, I'm, like, fighting with your boyfriend because he won't admit that he's punching up. And I'm like, is she mad that, like, Luca just won't compliment his girlfriend like that and just be like, oh, my God, of course I'm punching up? Or what is she mad about? Like, it seems like she just – she said that, like, Luca's, like, sneaky and, like, fake and – whatever before in so many words and so maybe she was just like annoyed with him in that moment and she just wanted to like pick a fight with him but I just really didn't understand the conversation and why she was all mad about it and then Adam joined them all at the pool and then he was like Ekansu is definitely punching up which people were mad about but like yeah, but she's not, first of all. she First of all, people were mad that he said that because she's not, because yeah. she's beautiful. But I think that from his perspective, he was trying to blow 
smoke up Davide's ass because Davide is like undeniably attractive. So it right. didn't seem like that big of a moment to get mad at about. Um, yeah, I mean, on my so end, far- it was just a weird conversation. Why was the conversation even happening? That dynamic, that's at that point, this is just what happens when you're stuck in a villa. It's nearing the end of the second month. Everybody's yeah. kind of running out of things to talk about. And the producers are grasping at straws at, oh, what can we air that's that true. could like rile up the public with watching this? So for more of our American listeners, we all have never heard the term punching up before, but it's oh, kind I of have. like talking. I haven't talked. I haven't heard about that. I've heard about oh. you're either the reacher or the settler in your relationships. Yeah, you like out of your league. Punching yeah, up. Yeah, for sure. I've never heard punching up before. So for me, it like took me a second before I caught on. And then I was like, oh, okay. He's like settling or reaching. And, and mm. Lugo was being considered as a reacher. So here's the thing. Here's my input about this entire situation. I don't care enough to like <laughs> dive into it. The only thing that I didn't like was Adam's unsolicited opinion out of nowhere that Ekansu was punching up. I think that's extremely disrespectful to mention again just a brief example of misogynistic example i suppose of how the misogyny continues to to veer its ugly eye into the villa i mean trying to like demean a woman behind her back about a man who is just as equally as attractive as her is is beyond me just because and and didn't adam pie ekansu as well like what is his problem like is it because that she wanted to stick with davide that i think in the yeah i think in the context of all that it does add to the running tally of things that adam has done to maybe um not spite ekin but kind of jab her give her a little one two I just think that he did you know like the men have been so terrible this season that I think trying to blow smoke up Davide's ass and in turn like accidentally saying or insinuating something about Ekin wasn't like top of my list of like worst things that have been said like in the context of the conversation I knew what he was trying to say it just like didn't land and yeah, I was like mm, it's just like go. the whole conversation was unnecessary in the first place and it right. seems like they were he was just trying to like have like a balanced discussion of like well it's not always the men punching up sometimes like women punch up because like Davide is a Greek god so like I feel like he would have said that anybody was punching up with Davide but like the conversation in general it was just very right. unnecessary so I was just like mm, you're not looking good right now but Right. I just didn't take it as seriously as, like, so many other people online did because I was like, Mm -hmm. eh, it's like, I get what he was trying to do. It just wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't apropos. I wasn't, like, like, blogging about it or anything like that. It wasn't that. It was just kind of something that I was like, oh, I don't really like what's happening. I don't like what's being said. I have my own thoughts about Luca and his kind of reaction or response to that, but I'm going to save that towards the end as Dunkirk occurs over on Val's end. (laughs) So. Again. (laughs) Again. aside Aside from Paige and Adam's dynamic of trying to stir shit up in the villa so far in the past couple episodes, um, a couple that is now back on track again slash still is back on track. Dami and India. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I think they're cute. I just am never gonna see them the same way. I know. <laughs> and that part's really hard for me to get past because. Listen, they're in the bottom three for this Tuesday night dumping. Yes, and to be are. honest. I don't think that they should be there because they have been good since honestly since they've been good. They've been good honestly since Summer left the villa, um, and now they can focus on just themselves and moving on Mm -hmm. because they both have decided they want to move on. Not just Dami, but India as well. So you know, she's a grown woman. That's her decision. Um, and yeah. So they seem good. So in my opinion, I don't think that they deserve to be in the bottom three. That being said, I I still don't know where I want them in my ranking of like the finalists. Okay. But I think they do deserve to be at the final. 
considering the general I state agree. of the couples this year. <laughs> you know what I'm I saying? I agree. They definitely deserve a spot. I definitely do not like. I would rather take India and Dami over Paige and Adam in the finals. Yeah, Easy. and 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 if Paige and Adam end up being like in the final, then I hope, surely hope, that they rank higher than Paige higher, and Adam. For sure. Um, I would hope that they rank higher than Luke and Gemma because I yeah. feel like no matter what, we're going to see them in the final unless we see a Liberty moment from Gemma. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no matter. Yeah. No matter the circumstance, like whatever, they deserve to be higher than Luca Page, Paige, no, Luca Page, Gemma Adam, whatever. Right. That quartet. Um, yeah, I agree. Now, when it comes to Tasha and Andrew versus Dami and India, I'm not so sure. Um, Andrew and Tasha have had a far more dramatic ass fucking reconciliation than Dami and India. So I think if it was the, them two, I think Andrew and Tasha would end up winning. Um, just because Tasha started talking about like wedding and engagement mm. and, and yeah. Dami was like, I don't do labels. So I feel yeah. like they more well-received. I have to be honest, Andrew and Tasha have really grown on me as a couple in the last yeah couple weeks (laughs) Mm -hmm. because I don't know it's been nice to see them like actually learn from their mistakes learn from their rocky beginning and like once they've made it official actually go from strength to strength and become a really strong really fun couple together like yeah they are at the beginning when they were together like it was just weird it didn't feel like it, it was you know fun and light and I think that at the end of the day your relationship should be a place where you know you're having fun and you're comfortable and it's light-hearted um but now that it's official and they've worked through all their kinks and they know that it's them like or nothing Mm -hmm. they are just in so much of a better place and I love to see them laughing together like when Tasha was holding Andrew's mouth shut to not laugh at India while she was playing the recorder. Yeah. That was so oh. funny to me. That is or, a classic <laughs> couple moment right there too. Yeah, just like, like stop it, <laughs> stop it, stop it. Or like just Tasha's face whenever she's like trying to hold back a laugh is so funny to me. I don't know. I've seen such a good side to yeah. both of them that they've both brought out of each other that I'm like, to be honest, it gives them a slight, a slight edge over in the end it does i agree with that wholeheartedly i yeah you know what i'm gonna stop calling andrew the tit licker you guys he's back back, <laughs> back he's a signing, real estate agent yeah with signing the nda because he had a threesome with two american girls and a club in dubai and uh, those mm-hmm. girls were us so <laughs> <laughs> No, um, <laughs> no, thank you. Still not my type, but could be fun. Hey, hey. <laughs> he's handsome. You can't deny that. He's handsome for sure. Yeah, he's got a, a lot great of men that are handsome that are not my yeah. type. <laughs> no, that's totally fair. I really, really liked seeing what I saw with, from Andrew and Tasha. There's, you know, the like the side eye glance that you give like your best friend when something embarrassing is happening, like all this yeah. kind of stuff. I, I really kind of enjoyed seeing that as well. And the fact that Tasha was teasing Andrew about like them getting engaged mm-hmm. sooner than like later and all their stuff. I was like, dang, like they're both already thinking yeah. about this kind of stuff. And that's always a good sign as well. Although it seems like we've talked about this before living in the villa for two months with the person that you kind of end up being with, like that really accelerates the timeline. And, and we've seen this kind of um, tunnel vision happen with a lot of the couples. And so it makes sense to me why they have kind of started to address these items. And, and the fact that, mm-hmm. you know, Andrew was like, I'm 27. I need it's time for me to settle down. Like it makes sense that why marriage would be on the brain for them. But yeah. I don't know. I'm happy for them. I'm glad that I, they're not our most turbulent couple. Yeah. I think that they, outside of the villa are really going to surprise us the same way Molly Mae did with yeah. Tommy and um, Faye and Teddy. I think right. that they honestly are looking really good and primed and ready for 
for the outside world. Dami in India, I, you know, am praying that they've worked out all their kinks. I mean, I still have to um, commend them for their very natural and organic moments. Like nothing has been forced for them. And the I love yous were cute and everything. Cause they said, I love you yet on Monday night's episode. So that was really sweet to see. So I definitely don't want to like, yeah, override you know, them. Hate, on them, hate on them too much or say that they're not real. I still think that their connection is super real, super organic. Um, but I think Andrew and Tasha are going to be our most improved, most shocking, most surprising couple in the real world. Right. I, I agree with you. And I also feel like with Dami in India, there's a lot of external factors like, you know, the bust out between that's such a bad word, but like the, the <laughs> blowout between Andrew and Tasha about what Andrew had done. He'd kind of laid all of his cards on the table. Like we still have not seen India react to the full extent of what happened during Casa Amor and understand mm-hmm. kind of Dami's part in that. And while the apologies have been issued, I just think it's unfair to prime them as a great couple on the outside. Cause you know, India has those strong bonds on the outside that are going to tell her exactly what Dami did behind her back and, and kind of give her more of a fair shot of then analyzing whether or not she'd want to be with this person on the outside. So with yeah. regard to Andrew and Tasha, Totally end, totally see them for the long run. But another couple, this was my favorite moment in the past three episodes. Okay. Yeah. So we know Davide and Ekin Sue mm. are official. Woo! This man, shirtless, made her a fucking tiramisu to ask her to be his first of all tiramisu is my favorite dessert so i was like bawling my eyes out watching this man create this beautiful dessert for her and ask her this question and i just thought it was the cutest most wholesome moment i top it before i top it on top of dami and india exchanging i love yous i know I said it. I'm sorry. No, but absolutely. The man made how dessert. could you not? The man yeah. made a dessert from oh. scratch. Do you know how hard tiramisu is to make like that? What the Very hell? hard. Very hard. No, I have to not only rank it favorite moments of the past three episodes. One of my Season. favorite, like, proposals, girlfriend, boyfriend mm-hmm. proposals in Love Island history. Because Ever, yeah. so many people have gone the route of the um scavenger hunt, hunt. Yeah. which is as we know very played out no right. shade to tasha because i'm sure they like there's not much you can do in the villa okay especially if you don't have cooking as a talent but right. like you know it's played out we've seen it we've i don't care about it anymore you know and every nope. time i see it i'm like this is so forced whatever but the <laughs> dessert it like it stands alongside Kem giving um, Amber his bracelet that he would give the girl that would be his girlfriend in the villa, whatever. Or like, oh, what man. else was a good boyfriend-girlfriend proposal? I can't remember many because um, that when, is second to the tiramisu. Made- <laughs> when Tommy made Ellie Belly write the proposal, remember when Curtis wrote on behalf of Ellie Belly with eyeliner on the paper towel to like propose to Molly Ray? Mm, yeah, not good. That's another <laughs> option. It wasn't like a top one, but it was another option. No, I yeah. will say though, my favorite scavenger hunt has been the one that Luke T did for Shanice. I thought that was so cute because she loved Disney movies and he made her a crown and all that other stuff. I thought that was very wholesome. And that was actually a scavenger hunt where like you knew that both parties liked it and that it suited her. It suited her. Yeah, I guess it suited her. Uh, yeah. Every time I see it, it was just like, whatever it mean. It was season six, so we'd already seen it a few times at that point. But it, the crown yeah, was fair. really nice. Um, so extra points to that scavenger hunt right. because it that had one was that extra cute. touch. Uh, what yeah, were the other the proposals? Of this season. The other proposals? I don't remember. Everyone I, has just been like exclusive. There haven't been like any. Yeah. 
Yeah. There was nothing like insanely memorable to me, but let me tell you, for the rest of my time watching Love Island, I'm always going to remember the tiramisu because that is hands down the best thing I've ever seen. And if a man was walking toward me and then asks me to sit down, grabs a yellow cushion, and another person comes over who I consider a friend and sets down a tray that has a word written in chocolate in Italian with a handmade tiramisu, are you freaking kidding me? Like, yeah, I'd be like, okay, I'll be like, yours. And also, do you want to get married now? <laughs> like, And also, can marriage. I eat this tiramisu off your body? Like, that's literally how the, that would work for me personally. But I – that is a moment. Like, that's the standard now. I'm like, yeah, you know what? If you, wanna, if you want me to be your girlfriend, bring me a tiramisu. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's so true. But that was so, so sweet. True. Aside they also had a tiff mm-hmm. this week. Yes, I was but just going to say. it was very short-lived. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they balance each other out pretty well, I feel. So even if there are, like, tiffs or tussles that come through, like, they're able to work through it now. Whereas mm-hmm. before, we've seen these ex- epic freaking blowouts of them, like, screaming matches and all this other stuff. So it's nice that that's kind of there. But I would have liked to see Davide, instead of kind of overriding the conversation and saying yeah. like, we're okay, like, kind of just letting her talk. I, I just feel like she's always interrupted or she's always always like not really heard or seen and that's something that I really can notice this time and mm-hmm. I didn't really like that but aside from that though that's something that they both need to work on so yeah no I totally agree he is getting better every time they have yeah. a discussion and you know on her end she is also getting better at like not going into it so hot right. um so I think you know eventually once they're on the outside and don't have people in their business it will balance out even more and they'll be able to reach happy mediums quickly um, and more efficiently than when they were in the villa. Or at least I hope. Because I want my Ekansu and Davide go to Italy spin-off reality <laughs> TV show. I need it, okay? If we wasted my time, which I didn't watch it, so my Stop. time was not wasted. But if we uh-huh. wasted the public's time with the Curtis and Tommy best friend show when that friendship True. was so fake from Jump, um, no. <laughs> no. No. You can give me Ekansu and Davide Travel Italy. Thank you very much. Alright, <laughs> so y'all hear that. Somebody reach out to the executive producers of ITV uh, two and get them on the phone to, to propose Val's business idea for their next featured show. Um, it's been floating around Twitter, so d- don't credit me. But the people have spoken, and we need it. I think that'd be so cute. They're, like, riding on a Vespa together, and, like, Davina's, yes! like, talking about history and shit, and then she's eating tiramisu in the back, and they're wearing matching red outfits and shit. Like, I think that'd be really fun. Yes, and season two, they can go to Turkey. Like, hello. Yeah. No, it's, a, it's definitely a cash cow. You've got it. Thank you. And then season three, they can, like, buy a home in fucking England or something, where it's, like, more in the middle for them. Yeah. Babe, you gotta think. You gotta think outside the box, Okay. I first they go visit his family, then they go visit her family, then they build their own family as they buy their home they, together. Then they star in a rom com Turkish film. Then they start promoting his mm-hmm. Shisha Manchester business. Yes. Then like there you go, I got it. But there's many funny. seasons that could be had with these seasons. two. Okay, seasons, seasons worth. Okay, I'm my cash cow couple. I'm dead. You know, speaking of, however, (laughs) one that is honestly nearing failure. I don't know if they're going to make it, to be honest. Oh, God. The lifeline is flatlining, okay? It has flatlined. That was really hard for me to watch. Luca and Gemma this week. Yeah. We can see Gemma's losing interest. Because we don't know if she's known it all along. She would be stupid to have not seen it. Mm-hmm. But we have finally seen her kind of come to a bit of a rude awakening, so to speak, with regard to how... I don't want to say the wrong word here, but just how ridiculous Luca can actually end up being instead yeah. of, you know, fighting with both parties' emotions in mind, just deflecting... Mm-hmm. really being avoidant i mean just constantly you know. gaslighting like right and it's gonna yeah hard 
to watch. If we're just going to jump right into the conversation, then mm-hmm. let's give some context. Basically, what happened was, you know, earlier this week, we saw the boys do a challenge where they were like postal uh, postal guys, whatever. And it was all about being sexy, whatever. And Dami was the mm-hmm. sexiest and he won. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and, you know, no fallout there. None of the girls were like, oh, you did a little too much with this girl. Nothing like that. Because it's a challenge. Yeah, and they're all friends and now. Exactly. They're all friends. And mind you, like, they're bored in there. So I'm sure any ounce of excitement, like, they don't want to ruin that. Right. Except for one person. <laughs> um, yep. Because then the girls had their own challenge where they had to be sexy air stewardesses. Mm-hmm. And they all seemingly had a lot of fun. And going into this, before we, like, jump into the fight, what happened, Gemma later stated to the girls that, like, the dancing challenges are really hard for her because it's hard for her to get outside of her box and it's, like, a little uncomfortable for her, right? Mm -hmm. And so she was trying to let loose and have fun and, you know, it's a sexy challenge. So you you have to go in with the mindset of like okay i have to be the sexiest so i can win because like you know is about to see a whore on their screens tonight (laughs) um so Gemma went in and licked some of the boys trust went Mm -hmm. down there you know played around tightened some seat belts as some of the girls did danica did it right Paige sat on laps Mm -hmm. mind you Paige was on luca a little bit fondling him here and there Luca has no problem with that. But as Gemma is fondling some of the boys, teasing some of the boys, she's about to go to Luca. And he's like, he kind of pushes her away and is like, fuck out of here with that. I don't remember his exact wording, but he's like, oh, fuck off. And she kind of just giggles it off and moves on and does the rest of the thing. And he's kind of making comments here and there. Not many, but he's making comments as he does. Nothing too angry, but we know Luca says things out of anger and right. then walks them back. Um, so when he says them, he means them. But once he gets the reaction out of the person, he's like, no, why? Once he finds out that the other person isn't on his side, he walks it back. Right. So challenge ends and all the girls, considerably, I can see like, so he was being weird. And Gemma was like, yeah, he was being weird. And they're like, yeah, that's not okay. And he's, like, kind of in a mood. So she goes and has a chat with him. She's like, why are you in a mood? And he's like, I'm not in a mood. I'm not in a mood. And she's like, yes, you are. Like, you were uncomfortable in the challenge. You were making these comments. He was like, I wasn't annoyed. Then he slips and says, well, you know, I couldn't stay annoyed with you. And Gemma was like, so therefore you were annoyed with me. And he's like, no. And she's like, he's like, you're nitpicking. And she's like, I'm not nitpicking. I'm trying to get to the heart of it. They walk away both fuming. Um, specifically, actually, he walks away fuming, takes off his mic, goes to the front of the villa. Yeah, like, then, stop being so yeah. dramatic. Like, fucking Please. grow up. Like, Please fucking grow take up. it. Like, I'm, like, I don't even know. Like, just take it. Fucking, yeah. there's a word in Urdu that's like, just like, spit it out. Yeah, like what's bothering you? And he yeah. is so annoyingly avoidant that it pisses me yeah. off. I'm like, just say yeah. what's wrong. Like, yeah, I don't know. But yeah. So then the conversation. So no, yeah. So he leaves. Whatever the girls are like, what happened? She says what happened. She's like, I know that I'm in the right, which is not the best way to go about an argument. But when someone is constantly gaslighting you, walking back their yeah. arguments and whatever, it kind of leads you into a toxic toxic mentality of like either always believing them or always fighting to be right because you're not feeling heard. And that's what we're seeing out of Gemma. So once they do come back for a conversation where he doesn't even, he doesn't even say, he doesn't initiate the conversation without Dami telling him to, because he heard from Gemma that he wanted, that she wanted him to initiate the conversation as he was the one who stormed off last time. But then he also goes up to her and instead of saying, let's go for a chat, he goes, come on. Don't like that. They go to the terrace. Like he's so. Yeah. I know. I know. They go to the terrace and he's like, well, yeah, I was annoyed. Who wouldn't be annoyed seeing their girl do that? Like when we're in the outside world, like 
is that how you're going to behave? And this is a guy. What? I'm sorry, girl. I'm going to interject here. This oh, is please. a guy who during the heart rate challenge was like, I thought it was hot. I thought it was so hot that she was dancing on these other guys. So now that she's doing this for the seatbelt challenge, what changed? Like this so is what the changes, insecurity that's What changes through. is like them being official, quote, and like him feeling – like, he possessive? must have some kind of ownership over him. Yes, Gross. this is where the possessive stuff comes in. Where it's right. like, well, how is Gemma, you know, Gemma's not meant to, Gemma should be respectful, but she shouldn't be under your vigilance to behave, quote, behave in a certain way. Like, just that language in that context is totally yeah. out of line, especially when she did nothing outside of the ordinary, outside of... Nope what the other girls did Luca had no problem when he was getting fondled by the other girls but when a Gemma partakes in the fun Gemma can't Gemma's not allowed to right and so Gemma's very much standing her ground whatever and the conversation comes to Luca being like well do you even still want to be with me which classic okay right and Gemma goes well obviously but then that's where the conversation ends and she walks out and he stays on the terrace and the girls ask her how the conversation went and she goes well we definitely had it but it didn't go anywhere and now I just wonder how it's going to end because it's like yeah him saying him throwing that on the table being like well do you even want to be together like she's gonna be like well obviously I'm trying to work through this with you so of course I do but now that he said it like that instead of trying to meet a middle point with her like it's going to put that in her mind also i forgot to add that he said that Gemma was the most like in quote into the challenge and went the hardest in the challenge when fucking egg and sue was basically like you know sex. writhing around you know <laughs> writhing yeah. around for sure. for sure like definitely enjoying something a little enjoying the challenge a little too much like there were other girls who took it way further than Gemma did. So for him to come out with that, it's just like, you're not her dad and you're not her owner. This could have been literally a 10-minute conversation. Mm-hmm. Hey, I got jealous that you gave all these men attention and time during the challenge. It's kind of funny that I feel this way, but I just wanted to let you know my feelings got hurt. Then Gemma would be like, oh my God, Like I was you know, telling the girls that I have never gone I feel so uncomfortable when I'm in these kind of dance sexy challenges and I just wanted to kind of push myself. It didn't mean anything. And, you know, like I love you and, and I'm happy to be with you. And then Luke would be like, okay, I'm going to be upset about it for a couple of hours, but like I'll try my best to get over it. And then boom, boom, skadoom. That's how you have an adult conversation yeah. in a relationship. Like also this is a fucking reality TV show, dating show, like where singles go and have fun and, and do these kind of raunchy things. And while most of them were not technically single anymore, like, it's still a game. Like, what the hell? And I just thought it was – it gave me the ick so bad. I was, like, the way that he was, like, huffing and puffing, like, yet again. Yet I would rather again. see – I would rather see Tasha crying all over the villa than I would see Luca huffing and puffing and, and having a frowny face just the entire time, the entire day, and the next day. Like, he carries it through, and, and that's what makes Absolutely. me so frustrated. Like, it's it's such a turnoff. It's such an ick. And I feel sorry for him that he feels that insecure and that's how avoidant he is because perhaps in the past his emotions have not been uh, acknowledged or recognized. Like I I am going to go ahead and put that brief caveat in for him just to, I guess, you know, stand up for Mm -hmm. him on the other end of things. But this is not okay. I'm sure when he looks back at this, he's going to be like, damn, like what did I do? Well, yeah, I hope somebody talks to him very seriously. I don't know. I just – and also something that he kept throwing in Gemma's face or throwing into the argument was the fact that they weren't exclusive. Yeah, like that other people had made things like official, official. Not that they're not exclusive, but that other people had made things official – and that they hadn't. And it's just like, you know why? And you agreed to it. Like, if it was a problem, you should have said that. Like, if it right. really, if it was a problem, instead of, like, acting all cool about it. I don't know. Like, uh, it's another it's moment a- that people talked about a lot this week was mm-hmm. Ekin, not Ekin, <laughs> Gemma <laughs> not being happy for Ekin Sue and as well as Luca. Because right. when they had made things like official, um, 
obviously that was going to upset Luca um, because that's kind of like the final frontier in terms of like original couples. Like now couples that like came in after them are starting to be official and him and Gemma are official. And I think that's why I can see was like, oh, well, you guys are basically official. And then he went to Gemma and Gemma was like, well, yeah, like, well, we don't need to do these things to know like where we stand. And people right. really took that as like, oh, Gemma's always talking shit about Ekansu, which I just don't think that people have like a She has said from playful, the beginning. Yeah. She said from the beginning, oh, I don't want you to bring me cups of tea and like try to win me over by doing me favors. Right. Well, I'm, I'm talking about with the um, with in regards to Ekansu and Gemma's relationship. I think that people just don't. Yeah, like, people are really ready to call Gemma a hater. Right. and whatever but I just think that they have a playful relationship and like in friendships sometimes one person is more reserved or like mouthy or like RC and one person right. more sweet and kind-hearted and like together they laugh a lot and they're good friends so like I'm mm-hmm. so, also we don't see their relationship 24 hours a day we see the drama right. um, but the moments that we see their friendship sprinkled in during the show or during unseen bits, it's very genuine and like it's there. They're like very sisterly with each other. So I'm sick of the narrative. And so I think when it came to kind of maybe putting their like official status down, it wasn't really to put them down, but more so to be like, oh my God, like I'm gonna have to console Luca because he's gonna be freaking out. And it's like you don't have to freak out because you and I, or at least so I thought don't have to make those big statements for each other to know that we're real but apparently that's not true for luca because he never says what he actually means they're not a good match they don't align in any way aside from sexual attraction and maybe a few banter they're great as friends in a Mm -hmm. romantic capacity luca wants those things he wants this big outlandish love that can allow him to be all cuddly dudley and like you know bring this like huge um yeah huge acts of love into the picture and and Gemma just isn't like that and it's very hard for a couple like this to continue with the dynamic that isn't aligned and now mixed in with Luca's you know the fact that his love languages aren't being spoken the fact that he's not feeling the reassurance from Gemma and that's why he starts acting out like it's just a huge garbage dumpster fire Mm -hmm. honestly at this point and I'm very I just, it's painful to watch. I just want it to end. So if they're going to be in the yeah. final grade, but I, I just don't. Really. I just like wonder, like if they're going to be final four, which we don't, mm-hmm. we still don't know because we don't know what conclusion Gemma's going to come to. Right. Um, But if they're in the final four, I wonder how open and honest her mom is going to be about her opinion of Luca, or maybe her opinion has changed since the Tasha right. bullying or maybe she's going to be a little more open-minded and have more loose parenting style, like if he makes you happy, blah, blah, blah. But if she were to be more firm on her opinion of Luca, because obviously Gemma is saying that she's waiting on her mom's opinion, will we have a like running away from the altar moment because the last four couples like write their like <laughs> love notes whatever and then they say it at that like right, weird right. altar like will she run from the altar will we have a runaway islander so. that would be so oh. dramatic it would be so cool if like the final straw is her mom luca he or <laughs> Gemma, he's not Gemma. for you run away that'd be iconic yeah <laughs> would be how do we become producers next season that's what my question is love Island, that's what i'm saying 2022 winter edition let's let's go <laughs> dude let's go to south africa i'm ready like that's too funny i definitely agree with you I, you know her mom's gotta be one smart woman she, she's gotta come in here and save Gemma because i don't think Gemma's gonna come to this band-aid ripping conclusion without the help or support of somebody that she actually trusts who knows her fairly well and yeah it's just it's tough to see but i guess we gotta wait, but so far, our guesses: Danica and Jamie are gonna go home Wednesday night. Yeah, right. Yeah, we've got sure. a couple more days. Do you think anyone new is coming in? No, 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 no. They they were so behind on sending bombshells in, and then we had mm-hmm. two dumpings 
in three days, like they are behind. Okay. Like they know that they have to weed out the people. There's way, there was way too many people in there for way too long. Right. So I don't think it's happening. Plus, you know, unless people were to be willing to turn their heads, there would be no point. And you know, maybe Gemma's rethinking things, but I don't think she'd be so disrespectful as to like turn her head oh, and okay. like recouple. I think she'd rather walk away entirely from the show than to recouple. That's fair. That's a good point. I, I hope the latter happens because she's got a <laughs> following already. I think she definitely would benefit off of the spoils of the outside world if she were to leave the villa now, but. I guess we're going to have to stay tuned. Yes. I wonder but if they're going to last next week. I don't know. I, I don't know either. I, it's just such a huge question mark. But you know yeah. what isn't a question mark? Our presence on social media. Period. Okay, segue. Segue. <laughs> you guys, our slow-growing Instagram at Hill of Birds. Follow us, please. Yes. DM though, us. Tell us what you want. Even though Instagram is dead <laughs> because the new updates True. suck because they don't listen to their users. But follow us on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, follow us on Instagram. Um, <laughs> please follow us on Twitter pod we live tweet we interact with the community we get yes, tiny yes, twitter yes. fights over misogyny and memes apparently because i don't know that that profile picture from a couple weeks ago was a meme <laughs> yes and, yes yes and don't forget to follow us on tiktok at villa birds we have a an astounding presence there. Val has been crushing it week over week, day over day with interacting well, with all these pages. It's been really good. I've been it's a been little crazy, bad. Girl. I've been a little bit bad. But in fairness, guys, my life is a mess right now. I'm moving and also my cat's asshole is bleeding. So oh, man. <laughs> all right. Well, with that. So if you haven't seen me on TikTok bar. in a while, I will be back. Okay. I will oh. be back. Gross. My granola bar just like came up my esophagus, dude. I like, oh. Anywho. Hey, my poor baby might have a UTI. <laughs> I know. I'm so sorry about your cat, but it's I don't okay. need to hear about her asshole. Let's let's have some his asshole. Hey, let's have his. Let's have his asshole. Men don't have dignity. <laughs> <laughs> yes, as displayed in season eight of Love Island, UK. Yeah. Um, Aside from that, though, you guys know the spiel. We're on Red Circle. We're on Spotify. We're on Apple Podcasts. We're on Amazon Music. We're on Stitcher. We're on Google Podcasts. And we're on iHeartRadio. Lots and lots of podcast platforms for you to enjoy a plethora of our discussions across the span of this season so far. And aside from that, again... It's so crazy to think that you and I had started this podcast at the start of June. And yes. we're almost August, dude. The time has yes. just flown by like crazy. Absolutely. And because I've had insane. you by my side. I, <laughs> I know. It's been the best. I couldn't, can't imagine a better way to spend my summer than to be a corporate sellout and then also record a podcast with a friend <laughs> whom I cherish very dearly. So I, it's just awesome stuff. But yeah, engage with us on social media. We're here. We love to listen. And with that, we'll see you on Saturday. Thank you. What is it? Wait, why did I forget? And goodbye. Thank you and goodbye. Peace. And goodbye. <laughs> Peace. Oh, my God. <laughs> Brain fart. <laughs>